Hermandad, primos y primas, and welcome to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight is my primo and yours, El Chukume. Say what's up, Walker. What's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing? How you doing? Aquí, man, just trying to get get uh, through the week. You know, we'll get into all that and what we've been doing. Uh-huh. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for following along. This is... Uh, our show in between shows, if you would. Uh, but I want to just yeah. kind of, uh, uh, reach out to everybody, say thank you so much for the support. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great feedback, a lot of new listeners checking in as well, week to week. Uh, you guys can follow us, of course, all over social media at My Primos Podcast. We're pretty active on there on Twitter. I'm on there for the most part. Walter's on Instagram, and we kind of share the Facebook back and forth. But uh, also on streaming services. So iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on Pandora now. So just... What? If you, yeah. If you're out there listening to podcasts, look us up. I'm hoping to one day crack one of those lists, like top yeah. 50 new podcasts <laughs> after two top, and a half years. I'd be, I'd be happy with the top top 100 within a very specific niche, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, like Salvadoreño hosted podcast based out of Texas, you know, something Pelon like that. y peludo cousin. <laughs> we yeah, probably make top 10 in that one, right? Something like that. But yeah. we definitely appreciate the support, guys. And uh, that song you just heard, by the way, is Meme City by Tropa Magica. So uh, check them out, Walter. I don't know if you've, this is the first time you've heard them. No, but... never. It's the first time I've heard yeah, it. But, uh, Very it's... 80s type kind of. No, man, they're young the... guys. This this record yeah. came out like this year. So uh, then the new single called meme city tropa magica mm-hmm. they're out of la young guys just playing yeah. their own music uh i did a couple just google searches on them i mean they were like like big uh you know record companies wanted to get them you know signed and they kind of turned them down to just keep their own you know style their own creativity oh, so they're, and all do, that. they're doing the kind of like chase the rap chant chase chant the rapper like he's doing it he does yeah. his own thing yeah um yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man, check them oh, out. Oh, by guys. the way, like, uh, and yeah, and talking about music, uh, last week, right, we had a uh, Crisia for Sin Color, her project Sin Color. Yeah, but last week we had Crisia with Sin Color. So thank you to Crisia for you know spending time with us, sharing her story, and we did check out her live stream last week as yeah. well. So that was fun. Got to see her show, an idea of it. Uh, and we've been doing a lot of interviews recently, so I'm I'm really excited to just look back a little bit. And uh-huh. then maybe look forward to where we're going to go with this yeah. and just kind of get it in between. So that's what the show is today, yeah. catching up and Tell doing what shit. we usually do and kind of yeah. uh, just trying to get a little breather. Uh, but yeah, we, me and uh, fam, the fam fam kind of sat down and watched it and it was very pinche bozarrón que tiene, like I was like, damn, it comes yeah. across pretty good. You weren't, you know, weren't bullshitting about that and, and uh, you know, had the baby dancing the whole time, so... <laughs> That was dope. Yeah, she can sing. There's no doubt about it, man. It's it's amazing. You guys need to go check out Grisia. Check out at Sincolor Music. Just type in Sincolor on Spotify. You'll find her record. Check out La Ciguanava. It's dope. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely La Ciguanava. But, Walter, it's been a week or so since we last spoke. Mm-hmm. What is new? ¿Qué ondas? ¿Qué me contas? So, oh, um, we went, me and my dad went night fishing. Um, when, when do we go? Monday. A couple times. It was Monday, yeah, Monday. No, Monday. I know at night, actually. Because uh, a, a buddy of mine knows this guy that has some land and he has some ponds. So we went to go check it out. We gone to fishing around here a little bit just to cut because 
I grew up fishing. You even you went with us one time, right? Remember? Yeah, like once, literally Ooh, yeah. one time. But no, when you were little, you I'm I'm sure you might have gone because we, I grew up going fishing. And I think I was like a teenager. Oh yeah, at that point, yeah, you were already, you know, pelos en el en el ya sabes en el chiquito ya todo so grande. Pero God. <laughs> yeah, you no that time you had pelos en la cabeza. You know that's what I meant. Oh, okay. uh, sure. You know you had I, a big pompadour and everything. I did. Um, I did. And you went with us, and you broke my dad's cooler. <laughs> I well, I was told I sentate, so I'm <laughs> uh, So I grew up going to go uh, fish lobsters in Dockwater Beach, right behind the airport. And but it was an illegal activity because remember that time you and we had to jump the fence because the because the muelle or bridge whatever was the pier was actually broken at the yeah. very very end. We had to like so yeah climb over it the gate and get over there and I remember no we had from... yeah we had to climb over it uh, as soon as the lifeguard left we would climb over like around five six o'clock the lifeguard would go because there was a una caseta del 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 salvavidas así enfrente casi um, and some restaurants behind there so a lot of people would come in there and then we would hop once they left and we would stay the whole night fishing from 5 a.m. No, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Fishing boring. lobsters. It's so boring. I fucking, I'm be honest, I enjoyed it. It was fucking cold. Yeah, it I was got super wet. Fucking cold. I got wet yeah. and like, I didn't have shit to change in and tu papá me regañó. No me regañó because tu papá has been really cool with me. At least, I mean, yeah, there were times where uh -huh. I remember que nos regañó todos, right? Uh -huh. But like, yeah. El carnicero, le decía, el, el carnicero was never, never came at me crazy that I can really remember. But Maybe why? Why did they call him that, though? I'm going to let you tell that. I don't think I have the right to tell his story. No, yeah, like, siempre, my, put it this way, because, um, you know, especially with the police stuff going on, you know, with the cops. Yeah. Um, just a side note, like, people, you know, it's very easy for minority communities, at least I feel like it, for us to call to defund the police because we don't even call the police to begin with so I'm okay <laughs> to defund them you know what I mean yeah because you always hesitate to call them if you do call them you're kind of worried about uh, uh, collateral damage you know yeah yeah that'll you know because they're not just you tell them okay I want them to come do this and then these motherfuckers come they come and do you know and it happens they uh, especially black people call the cops and they end up getting arrested, you know. Um, even though they're the ones calling the cops for whatever reason, right? But my, they would call my dad Chose because my dad was in the military in Salvador. So anytime anything was going on, they would yell Chose, and my dad would come out with the machete. You know. Do you think that that led to like, and maybe I'm just imagining in my head as a, as in a crazy movie idea or what? But do you think that's why it led to a lot of like? our own kind of judgment within the neighborhood like with stuff like someone tried to steal something they took care of oh, the yeah. neighborhood like someone yep. threatened somebody they took actually care we, of should the a, we should do a we should do a, a comic book called the carnicero, El carnicero <laughs> based it on your well, dad carne. why not man yeah based on my dad let's do it. trademark your dad um, yeah. i think he'll be okay with that because that motherfucker has so many stories about shit happening no, pero, there, acord acordate and i know we yeah you're right but I guess that leads into that whole thing of like, no, 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 we don't call nobody. Like, we handle it ourselves, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that feeds into it. We touched on it 
last uh, episode with Crisia. Oh, uh, yeah, we did, actually. Yeah, yeah, she mentioned that the traumas are still carried over from El Salvador yeah. and how we adopted a lot of that. And we're supposed to also teach them the healing that we've learned here. I mean, first learn it ourselves. True. We're still, we're still <laughs> there. Colonize you know? their mind as well as a fucking whole process. Well, yeah. Lifelong, I mean, lifelong process. As so. a male, too, you know, that, that whole, like, like being detoxified of the male patriarchy and the, the persona that we were quote unquote supposed to be like, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't call the police because of fear of themselves being, you know, yeah, attacked, deported, some collateral damage, all that. that. So they're like, fuck it, we'll handle it ourselves, which led to a lot of, but it also, de- it, but, but it also goes into it. All, yeah. It leads up to a lot of violence. It leads to a lot of altercations. It also leads to a lot of like domestic violence too being ignored you know because that's yeah. something we also have to admit that that goes on and and since we don't call them nobody wants to call them everybody's afraid to call him and then trump doesn't help out with the type of fucking bullshit he says right um which is something that all people are Dude, worried like about right think now. about the people in portland and then i, I saw in, in in new york where the fucking unmarked vans show up and just take you yeah like, yeah you know, no like actually you know police. actually yeah I, I actually asked my dad about that because i showed him what was going on and he was like, he he was kind of like, yeah, those fucking protesters, like they're burning stuff and looting. And then I kind of sat, kind of walked them through the, you know, what's going on exactly, you know, and how there's a there, there's a, what do you call it, a, a actors or whatever, like they hire, like it's known that Nazi motherfucker sympathizers are going in there, breaking windows and instigating the looting. Yeah. Like, the majority of the people are there peace, protesting peacefully, exerting the First Amendment right, right? Uh, freedom of ex- uh, of an opinion. And these guys are instigating stuff. So they're kind of like... Yeah, the right to protest. Yeah. So I asked my dad about it, and he said, did you guys ever... Because he was in the military. And I asked him, did you ever do that in El Salvador? And he's like, yeah, we did. And he's like, what would you do? Oh, yeah, you just go grab a few college students, which were the ones that were out there. You grab them, rough them the fuck up, and then toss them back out. That's what happened get to their my information. Like, yep. my tío got kidnapped. He got picked up because my mom, and I, I really mean it, but my mom is being como, like, she's really good at talking herself so, out. So let, no, let, let, wait, watch. Let, let's point, let me, point let me, something let me, out. Let, no, but let's point something out first to just reiterate. We've said this before. Um, on my side of the family, my dad was in the military. On your side of the family, right? There's more people involved with, you know, the uh, what would you call them at that? Uh, FMLN. I, uh-huh. I mean, I don't know the details yeah. because my mom almost like throws she like throws up like fucking smoke bombs. Like she just kind of goes uh-huh. into, hey, the war was happening and your uncle got involved and we took off. Like there was like yeah. there's, there's a lot of in between. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to convince her to, to tell her story, but. No say maybe it's part of that trauma, you know, because yeah. she's always like, well, I left that, I already left that back there, you know, uh-huh. like she's kind of like, I already put that behind me, like, why do I want to relive that stuff, you know? Which is, which is sad, because then you lose a lot of the stories, uh, you know, like, and when I'm telling you right now, it's como que I have to like, a cucharada se lo saco mi papá, prácticamente, yeah. que se lo voy sacando, but just, that's just to kind of point out that, you know, we come from different you know, points of being raised. And anyways, I was telling that to my dad and you were saying, right, about... Yeah, my uncle was in school. He was young. And my mother was involved with the guy at the time that was really heavily involved in the in the mm-hmm. uprising there, you call it, the, the guerrillas. 
and look and the soldiers picked them up tortured them for information yep. beat them up i mean they described things like fingernails being ripped off and que les quebraban like big old two by four, like not two by four but like like yeah. big old pieces of wood on their back yeah. like, i mean crazy stuff nasty. you know and so then so then they're not exaggerating when when what's happening right it's not you know the, the reaction people are having to these unmarked un, un unspecified military garb like they don't have any kind of information on them going out and just snatching people because if you think about it me and you can get a fucking rental uniform and an unmarked van and go pick fools up and just yeah. police. And it's like, who's stopping? I mean, us? not me and you, because we're no, yeah, cause we, check, well, I mean, but... I probably could, because I'm passing apparently. <laughs> but um, look, at the digo is there's another video that I saw as well, where someone, I think it was immigration. I think I don't know where I saw this thing, mm-hmm. and it was ICE or somebody, and they were breaking down someone's door, and they're like, "Do you have a warrant?" He's like, I got a warrant, but I'm not obligated to show you my warrant. And it's like, fuck, like now you're just changing yeah, the which the is game. actually it's actually a very good point you're bringing up. It's like, like white people essentially are finally getting a little bit of a taste of what our communities grew up going through, right? That they're in hiding, literally. Not they don't call the police for those same reasons because of the abuse that they suffer. So yeah, you know, like like to compare what my dad was saying, it's like. My dad was telling me, like, I told him exactly why they were protesting, blah, blah, blah. And my, even my dad said, like, yeah, that, they shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be just snatching people. And he said, that's the shit we would do in El Salvador, snatch students, rough them up, beat them up, throw them back out, and then, you know, stop fucking around like that if you know what's good for you. Like, but I think it what, goes back you know? to that's, like, they're doing something right. You know what I mean? Like, they're bringing enough attention to where people are that need to be aware are being made aware, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when you're when you're making that much noise, fuck the looting part of it because you need to loot just to fucking wake people up, you know. But yeah, yeah it's a form of of of, uh, of language. Yeah, it, so. it is. I mean, it's a physical act. It's unfortunate, and I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole if we need to, but I think we're gonna just try to move forward because mm-hmm. this can get just in the weeds. Pero lo que quiero decir es que because they're afraid of what the movement is doing. That's why they're doing this shit, you know, because you guys that are out there doing it, you know, more power to you. Right. And that there's a network of people that can help you get through the protest and hey, come over here. If you get sprayed with pepper spray, I'll help you. Like they have whole little system set up to help each other cover your faces. So they don't identify you like, but think about it. It is something that needs to be recognized as your right. I wish that things were better in this country where we didn't have to go this extreme, but we have to. That's why we're do- this is why it's happening, right? Well, if you think about it too, like you know, let's also say this, like uh, between you know the cops and authorities and the government, they broke the social contract, social construct to begin with by ignoring all this violence, by ignoring people's rights, by you know, like not coming to our aid when we actually need it. You know what I mean? Like so, they already broke that contract. So the fact that we're doing this, we're just retaliating to what they, or the lack of resources or, 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 or attention and justice, lack of justice that they're supposed to be here to, you know, protect us and all that shit. So anyways, it's just, it, like I said, it can go forever, but. What we're getting to is that yeah. there's these stories, you know, that we, I guess you're sharing with your dad and, and my mm-hmm. mom. I want to eventually get to that point, you know, and I know that this show 
we bounce around with a lot of ideas. I mean, trust me, that's in our in our forward when you first hit up the fucking iTunes thing. It's a random conversation of everything yeah. we talk about, you know. But there are things that we need to address. You know, we try our best to not necessarily bog you down with the world because there's so much going on. And when we have conversations between ourselves of money, politics, science, whatever, you know, and Latinos need to be aware of all these things. Don't turn a blind eye to it thinking, yeah. oh, it's not a Latino yeah, thing. Not. No, it's, it's, not a, exactly. yeah. it's a human being thing. It's a your rights thing. Like, understand yeah. that these conversations need to happen. Entre familia. Imaginate lo que pasó hace cuatro años. Nadie votó. En vez de to be smart about your voting power, and, and we talked about it between me and you about, well, hey, some people opted to not even vote because the system's broken. Fuck that. Look what happened. We got Trump now. So... Now people are, oh shit, now I have to vote. But even today, you know, I'm still talking to people within the family. Oh, so you're registered to vote? Oh, no, not yet. I'm like, what the fuck are you waiting for? You know, and so these are things you need to be aware of, familia, out there. I'll oh, my God, and don't even tell me, like, all the miss... Okay, let me cut this for a bit. Like, today, I was, again, I was talking, having a conversation with my dad about wearing masks and all that. You're probably going to have something to say about this. So then my dad said, oh, yeah, because, you, you, like, if you wear masks, the CO2, it, it'll fuck you up, and it actually affects you. Wearing masks, it's actually unhealthy. You know, it's more unhealthy than than wearing them. And I'm like, okay, Dad, they're asking you to wear the mask for about 15 minutes. However, however it takes my fat ass to go in there and go get my Twinkies and come back out at Walmart, right? <laughs> and hop back in the truck. <laughs> and hop back on the truck. And at that point, I don't have to worry. I can just go about my fucking business and go home, right? And it, right. So then, you know, that's don't, don't like stupid, right? So I told them, don't believe that. And he said, yeah, but they're also saying, okay, fijate, these like they're also saying that the masks are not a hundred percent effective, like. They're, they don't protect you. Even in the masks, it says that, you know, blah, 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 that disclaimer. And I'm like, Dad, okay, condoms, how do condoms work? Do con <laughs> condoms, <laughs> you know, it's like, condoms. He's like, I don't know, you know, sé que es eso. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, no, I don't, I have four kids. I don't exactly. have four kids, five, seven kids, maybe more, but um, point being to them, condoms, it says that they're not, they're, they're, they're not 100% effective, but, They'll protect you from HIV, you know, certain diseases and pregnancy. So people use them because, you know, would you rather not use them or use them, you know? Yeah, so I mean, that's it's a like, good example. And I, told, and I told them, like, that's bullshit. The fact that, oh, they're not 100% effective. Yeah, like, yeah, so, you know, like, uh, seatbelts aren't either, but it's still a good thing to do and use, you know, to keep us safe, you know? Okay, so we agree on that, right? That's kind of like, so then. Yeah, uh-huh. I step out of my door to go because I'm I'm growing pepinos. Right? I have pepinos in front of my yard, and I went to go look and cut some pepinos. And then my neighbor comes out and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he tries to he tries to give me his hand, and I uh, just go like at the side, you know, with the arm like that. The elbow, know? yeah. The elbow. I just go with the elbow, and he's like, "Oh yeah, COVID, huh?" And I go with the elbow, and he's like, "Yeah." And then he starts talking about COVID, um, and then he says the same, pretty much the same thing my dad was saying, like. Hey, this is fake. Nah, I'm not worried about it. You know, so okay. And I told him, you know what? Like, I gave him an example. I was like, hey, like, it's just common decency. Just wear it. You know, it's like, and it's like, yeah, when I'm at work, they told me to wear it because he's like in construction, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. And he said, yeah, but like, they're, they're, they're making a big deal out of it and blah, blah, blah. And I told him, okay, 
for example, le digo yo, if you go to a restaurant, right, like, it says there, we incur, right, they want the, if, would you want it to be an option for your food maker to wash your hands after they go to the restroom? Like, if you go to the, if you go to a restaurant, you expect the, the, the waiter and you expect the cook to wash their hands, right, because they're fucking supposed to do it. Why? Why are they supposed to do it? You know, and and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, cause this is the law, exactly. Why? Cause yeah, but beside it being the law, why else? It's like, oh, cause like, cause it's just these. Just be a human. Well, Don't be an asshole and health. wash your hands. We're touching right? food, right? Yeah, Being yeah. Clean. So then he was like, "Look at it like that. Is don't be an asshole. Wear your mask, you know." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right, man. Like, it's like so." I told him like, for example, if let's say somebody happens to have. Uh, 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 an immune, you know, uh, uh, something that's affecting their immune system, you know, don't be an asshole, wear it, you know, it's like, so anyways, it's it's like I had, I had to convince two people no, today to, No, you no, know? and you're right, it's kind of what I said, like, we try not to, to bog you down with the world, but, you know, the reality is that it's happening around you, and yeah, the distractions, and our own people, like, our own people are choosing to believe these distractions than the reality because it's inconvenient, it's different, it's hard. And honestly, you get used to it. It's just a matter of common sense. I have my kids, 10 years old. I'm like, he wears the mask. He's like, oh, I had trouble breathing. ¿Por qué? Close your fucking mouth and breathe through your nose. Like, you don't like you don't have to fucking mouth breathe because you have a mask on. That's not what it's doing. You don't mouth breathe when you're walking around. Why are you? You're not going to the kitchen. Right? You breathe through your nose and you act like a human being. You can do the same thing with this mask for half an hour, 20 minutes, yeah, whatever time it exactly, needs. Exactly. So you need to have these conversations. Like, we have to have the conversations. Like, we, we talk about with Lalo. Like, hey, talk about Black Lives Matters. You know? Don't forget that. Uh -huh. You know? This is why it matters. And have that conversation. And so I think that with your dad, with my family, you know, people that are they even I have people that are younger than me that I talk to that are in the family that just yeah. so like. They're willing to believe the fucking doctors on TV talking about treating people with alien sperm before they believe <laughs> the fucking reality. Yeah. Well, okay, put it this way. Even, I'm shit, a lot of people believe in God just in case. Just do the same thing with the mask. <laughs> just in case. Just fucking wear it. We're just asking you to wear it for a couple of minutes a day when you go get your Twinkies. At the fucking drive-thru window. Love Twinkies, man. <laughs> the second time I'm you saying, Twinkies. No, I'm just saying I don't even eat Twinkies. I'm just oh, saying okay. it because it's like the most feels like the most fat-ass thing I can go fucking buy, at a at a. But anyways, story. going going back to where did, we ended up here from El Carnicero and us going fishing. So anyways, I grew up fishing on Dockwaller Beach and it was illegal and we had to hide every time the cops drove pass by. Um, and so we went fishing this weekend to this like little pond, and we caught three fishes. I posted some pictures of I mean, it. Would it be three fish? Three fish? Three fish? I? No, it's fish. <laughs> no, three fish. Three fishes. Uh, three fish, and um, brought them back home. We got home like around midnight, and then the next, my dad peló uno, salió bien, but that was like era una mojarra. Pero el otro era un bagre, like a catfish. Oh, okay. It was a catfish. So nice, pretty, but it looked kind of weird, to be honest. It kind of looked a little bit weird, you know. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. And now, but kind of close to that. So then, you know, 
my mom, I went to go work, and then I, I came back from work. I was expecting her to kind of have like a caldo, the, the, the pescado done or something. And then she's like, no, man, it, it, that fucking fish was full of worms. Like oh. inside, it was like, ugh. It was like, I didn't see any of it, but I could imagine. She said like inside the meat, there's a bunch of little white eggs. And when she would pop the eggs, like little worms would come out, you know? So it's like, ugh. And then, I don't know, today I, my mom made some wings and I ate the wings. And one of them had like a big tumor in it. Like oh, a big dude, ball. Really? Point being is like I think I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start being vegetarian. <laughs> I think it's just like I think it's time. Like, you think yeah, it's time? I think it's time. I think it's time. You, you know, know what? Like, and... It's uh, it's como okay. Let, let's dial it back. I heard a podcast forever ago where someone attributed mm-hmm. that in Latinos, meat is mm-hmm. an, is something we attribute to wealth and to good yes. health. Yeah. Okay. So like. If you eat meat, you make good money, or you've made enough money to be considered uh, a to buy meat. Yeah, to buy yeah. meat, you made yeah. enough money to buy meat, and meat yeah. feeds your family, right? And, 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 and we're talking about meat, not sopa pata, poor people food like those stuff we grew up on. Yeah, sopa pata, it, or la, yeah. Or la pata de pollo. Remember that? that I put yeah. that, that video. Yeah, oh, delicious, bro. Hey, oh, by the way, at night, at night, no me gusta. Oh, me I love so I love like pata, pata de gallina. Like actually, sucking the toes ago, of the chicken. I fucking love it, man. Like they're fuck. I I like pata de, de, de gallina. I actually bought boneless chicken legs, chicken feet. Boneless. At night, but isn't chicken it feet? It's a chupa. Like it's it's a chicken foot with no bones in it. Like it's all fucking weird and looking, but. I'm gonna try and cook it anyway. I saw it on. on no, like, like I like that. I like that fucking video. Get them on there on Instagram. Let's see if I can play it on here. Aprender a comer patas de pollo. La pata de pollo se agarra así. Se le quita los ojitos. Si no hay en el Salvador, lástima vas a ir a dar. Ja, tenés que comer de todos. Tenés que comer y probar de todo. That's the truth, though. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> Anyways, you're vas a ir a dar. But that lástima. No, I, mean, I fucking love no, chicken feet. I can't. I love chicken can't feet. Can't do it. Sorry. Um. Anyways, what were, yeah. <laughs> why did we end up with chicken feet? Oh, yeah. So you like chicken feet. <laughs> no, so yeah, like I like chicken feet. I have chickens at home. Um, I'll probably kill one of them. Like I think I'm a, for example, mm, that's okay. uh, my sister, Erika. That's what she's, she's, um, she, I like the her diet actually. Um, you might like it too. Like, like she doesn't eat meat unless like. It's fish. Like, no, no, no. Like if it's she's gonna go like to a really good restaurant, she'll eat meat. She'll eat it just to try. It. It's like okay, this is good cooking. Or when my mom kills a chicken, she'll eat the chicken because my mom raised it. You know what I mean? But so, so that's what I was getting to is that having a proper diet, and we've touched on it in the past, right? Like proper diet is what the remember somebody in the seventies decided that a fucking triangle was the way to to feed you. Oh, and, okay, yeah. and that fucking triangle was translated through all Central America and, you know, the colonizers. Fucking and at the very food. top, it was mil- meat and milk. <laughs> no, at the, it's like, it was like, if you flip the fucking triangle upside down, the food uh-huh. pyramid, that's probably the better way you should eat. Yeah. Which is like a little be. bit of fat, a little bit of sugar, and then, you know, like not that much grain. Like you kind of like go that way, you know? Like yeah. In the, in the 50s, they probably had a cigarette up top. Mal, it's mal true. <laughs> But, you know, with that, the thing is, because we were spoon-fed, no pun intended, the fact that we need to eat bread, meat, milk, cheese, like, all this shit that we now know, you know what? 
you actually shouldn't eat all this shit, you know? Like, we... What was it? Joaquin Phoenix did that thing in the Oscars where he's like, we fucking rob cows of of, of, of the of their their milk and yeah. we, we, destroy, we destroy the earth I mean, and all this. Yeah, it's and... true, man. Like, the future is vegan or at least vegetarian, you know, to a certain extent, right? Or, or, or kind of... Hey man, I'm gonna start slowly meat. introducing crickets into my shit because oh. I'm not trying to be funny either. Because yeah. I think my sister-in-law went to Mexico last year when people were still traveling, yeah. and she brought back like crickets doradas, como con sazón, like chile. Yeah, and they have them here at the swap me where I live, so we can find them. There. <laughs> but is it the I same place where you go get your hokote hookup? Or your yeah, yeah, up? my my hokote. I don't know. I haven't talked to that lady in a long time. I wonder if she's still fucking dealing hokotes. Damn. Yeah, she's, I mean, maybe she is. I mean, her her thing was out of the apartment, you know. So maybe she's still getting by one way or another, doing deliveries. Um, yeah, man, she she but she I, was doing she was doing curbside before it was curbside. You know? What I'm <laughs> saying is, I may introduce crickets. Like I tell James, my son, I'm like, man, you know what? Like that's a protein of the future. Like don't don't mm-hmm. think it's not. Like that shit's where it needs to go. And talk about carbon footprint, all that. Like. We can. It, it's so much that your food intake hurts the world more than helps. And I mean, you have to. We ba- eat shit, dude. I eat, hey, I eat. I love uh-huh. fucking meat. I do. I, I fucking. Yeah, yeah, I'm an addict to it. I love meat. Bacon. Uh, I'll I'll eat a pig's ass if you cook it right. Isn't that what Chris Rock says? Like, <laughs> like, and we do. We do. I have meat. Like, yeah, I, we do. Nunca has comido. Nunca has comido. No, chinchucuyo o como le dicen de 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 pavo. Uh, or como le dicen culos de pavo o, o cueritos no sé qué so they pretty much I mean yeah like it's some some you know like agarran el, el chunchucuyo del, del pavo and eh, como está bien plump they cook it like carnitas and it's like very if you close your eyes you, you don't reg, you don't kind of like you forget that you're eating turkey ass you know stupid <laughs> but it's, it's good man so um but anyways, getting back to the saying, like, yeah, the, the pescado tenía gusanos, and today I ate that wing, and it had that, like, tumor thing on it. And I don't know, just kind of like, um, am I going to stop eating meat? Not not immediately, but it, it, it is kind of like, it's gross, starting to gross me well, out more and more, you know? With COVID, man, la, la comida es bien cara, especially meat. No. Fuck, Oof. Well, you know ridiculous. what? Yeah, you know, so let me give you, well, my, my work, line of work, is involved in some of it is involved in QAQC quality assurance quality control for construction, right? So, hold on, hold imagine, on. Because you're, uh-huh. you're what? You're you're in, you're what? An engineer? Yeah, but I'm involved in no, but it, this is very specific. You know, I'm like like you know like follow okay. me on this. So, right. just... like nobody like this is common. This is just common sense. Nobody knows. To me. My primo's an engineer. Quality okay. assurance, quality control. Like everything, you kind of make sure that shit is getting done and built, manufactured, produced, um, h- how it's supposed to within certain uh, engineering parameters or or health wise, right? Like um like um uh like your food, right? In my case, it's construction, but imagine the meat that's getting processed at this moment, and is there enough oversight to make sure that that fucking meat is not all fucked up and it's not Getting, yeah, because you know, the the, uh, the the guy that does the quality control is yes. not the guy that's pulling the guts out of the chicken. Uh, he's the one that's walking around with the clipboard. So yeah, and that guy with the clipboard is working from home right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Get get what I'm saying? Like, 
That's like, true. But what do they have a video feed? But yeah. it, oh man, that's some shit. So that's what I'm saying. And at the same time, they've been reporting that a lot of the, which is Latinos, are people, right? Are the ones processing the meat? A lot of them are getting sick with COVID, yeah, like same a thing shitload with of them. the fruit, the vegetables. The same you know, thing. Like with the uh, Hector Beso Hero, remember central you mentioned workers, that yeah. central workers, man, they're the ones unprotected out there, and they're the ones that are getting the meat, you know, getting all that shit ready for you and packaged up at Walmart or H E B or whatever. Uh, so eat. So actually, go back to Twinkies. <laughs> go eat Don't Twinkies. Eat meat. Go eat Twinkies instead of meat, because it's true, man. Like, is a Twinkie healthier it's, it's, than the than the meat? Fuck at this point, maybe, man. With the, <laughs> I got, fuck, I just bit into a like I literally <laughs> bit into the wing and it felt like like a fucking like bonbon, you know, like it had like oh. a and I and I and I oh. peel and I cut, I took the skin off and it was literally a fucking ball. Where's you know? your ASMR like, oh. now, Walter? I kind of broke, probably. Oh man, that shit. Is, I'm gonna just. <laughs> I mean, no, but it, it is. No, I mean you're Anyways, right because I'm... we overlook it. We over we. Okay, okay and like no, we're hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we overlook things that we don't want to discuss. We overlook mm-hmm. things that we don't want to admit are bad for us. We overlook things that we know we're doing wrong. You know, like me, I my big thing is I'll eat garbage food. You know, I just do. You know, and yeah. I have a family that I need to look out for, and you know, there's health concerns everywhere. And I'll eat some random bullshit off the street, you know, instead of cooking it. And even when I cook something, it's not the healthiest thing I can I can choose. You know, it's hard to overlook that stuff. And you go, it's okay because I'm cooking it at home, but it's not the healthiest shit. You know, you 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 make excuses to avoid eating the right uh-huh. things. So when it comes to eating the best things or the more and they're not necessarily no, the pricey no, organic no, no, shit. No, 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 it's not that's even just, that. It's just a lot of it is bullshit. Dude, eat a, eating a fucking salad is gonna be way healthier than eating a bowl of chili. You know what I mean? As far <laughs> it's just the truth. It just is. There's yeah, no yeah. if and or buts about it. But what tastes better? You know, what am I used to? You know, it's mm-hmm. like like me. We make the example like at a young age, you got sent to Salvador, right? And you yeah. were accustomed to what? Well, first of all, you were accustomed to growing up here, then yeah. having to adjust to that mm-hmm. type of life and then having to yeah. readjust. So me, imagine me being 14 years old and going, hey, I'm going to send you to El Salvador. I'm going to say, fuck you. At that point, you know, like, fuck no. You, bro. No, I feel like I, I don't know. I had a lot of fun, but I, I kind of like going into that same thing. Um, I remember when we got there, the you ate three times a day. Here in the United States, you eat twice, maybe once, and you're still fatter than people over there. Um, but over there, me acuerdo que comíamos tres veces al día, y cuando comías, te, me, nos servían como cinco tortillas de esas gruesas, frijoles, maybe huevo, un aguacate o queso, y un pedacito de carne seca, o poquito cho, así, chorizo, Almost which like is different over there, o chicharrón, pero un poquito, like small, the majority of your plate is vegetables, grains, and dairy maybe, you know? So then, and here in the United States, it's completely flipped. Like, you go to, you go eat, and it's like a big piece of meat, a shitload of potato, and then your salad is like, you know, and then a little. So it's, it's like two asparagus. Flipped. Yeah, it's like a, a little, three little pieces of asparagus <laughs> there, you know, and like yeah. So then it's completely flipped over, and like you said, it it goes with hand in hand. I imagine with that whole meat and meat, you know, it shows you kind of like your wealth or your eating right or whatever but but yeah man i don't know it's just 
It's a thought. But I think that you said we avoid it because uh-huh. I know the truth. Could I, could I stop, change my diet? And I did for a while. I lost weight for a while and I gained it up yeah. again because I just eat badly. If I sat and say to my diet, well, I know I should be eating. I'll lose the weight. I'll be healthier, you know, and live longer. And that's what we need to be doing. Pero, como te dije ahorita, ice cream tastes so good. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, you're saying it's me, like, it, no, pero el malo es que, uno, como dice, yo no me crié con, okay, let me slow down. I think there was this whole thing, like, in our houses, we never had a bottle of soda. We never had any yeah, of that shit, right? Good. I mean, I'll rephrase it again. Salvador, I remember going on a special occasion, ibas a agarrar un, un litro, you know, mm-hmm. y te, yep. cambiaba, cambiaba los envases. Yeah. Yeah, which is very, which is very sustain, which is very green, right? Like it's a, like very green trend that we did back then. You turn in an envase, they'll give you or te lo dan en bolsa, you know? Yeah, the envase um, is the bottle, by the way, glass bottle yeah. uh, of the liter of soda, and you would turn it in, and then there would be a, an exchange, and then you get the uh, the new drink. You know, you could exchange it. I mean, way. they would also sell cigarettes to me. <laughs> yeah, there's no laws. Like, they don't care. It's money. Yeah. Pero lo que te digo es, yo nunca me crié en la casa. Mira, mi mamá me, no teníamos para tener algo así, verdad? Like, you wouldn't have soda. Or if you did have ice cream, it was a shitty gallon that cost like $3. And I had to call my mom at work, ask permission oh. to eat some of the ice cream. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, because we never had it. And so I guess as you get older, you start making your own money and you start going, fuck it. I want that soda. I want yeah, that ice cream. I, I, want I remember, that yeah. And it's no, and it's no lie. I had comida en la casa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no. what do you want to eat? In Dude, this, Eddie you know? Murphy tells a great joke. And I think and you can look it up on Delirious where he's like, you know, even him, you know, look at the black communities like you grow up poor and you go, oh, man, I saw the commercial for the for the McDonald's for the Big Mac. And his mom's like, nah, man, I'm gonna take you home. I got to go cut me a green onion, some Wonder Bread. And, you know, this is a better sandwich. You know, this sandwich would be better than yeah. McDonald's. He goes, nah, but it has a toy and it's, it's a happy <laughs> meal. Like it, you want that stuff. It's just a consumerist yeah. lifestyle. Right. But you're so poor growing up that you always want it. And you always see uh-huh. on TV only three ninety nine. You're like. Mama, but we can't afford three ninety nine, and you it doesn't not the, not the, it doesn't uh-huh. go in your head that you're like, how? And but at the time you're like, I mean, yeah. now you understand, right? Yeah, like now, now it's different. Do. Um, but but yeah, even but my dad would tell us like you have it easy. My dad would be like when I'd ask for for when I would ask for money to go buy like a yuca frita at the local lady, my dad would be like. My dad would my dad would say that his dad would beat him up and then go eat some beans. <laughs> go eat some beans. <laughs> they say, you're lucky I'm not beating you up. <laughs> oh okay. So let me spare the beating and not even ask for the yuca. Yeah, I'll just give you the beans. But um, but I don't know. It's just it, like I said. I just brought that up because it grossed me out and and. I mean. And, you know, and and you know what? I ended up just eating frijolitos con arroz, casamiento. You know, with some with some queso. Shit was delicious, man. Con tortillas hechas a mano, cause my dad, my mom made tortillas, and I just stopped eating the chicken altogether. So I mean, come frijoles and queso. Yeah. I'm happy with that, man. I'll be honest, I'm happy with that. Un aguacate ahí, un tomate o lo que sea. So. No, you know, I was, uh, I'm jumping way to another side of the of the river here, guys. Mm-hmm. Bear with me. But you know what? I watched this uh, yesterday, actually, and I wanted to talk about it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I watched the Door of the Explorer movie, and it's fucking good okay. i was I very taken aback i mean i I, I expect okay you know what it has a good cast or some money behind it it's a kid's family movie right what to expect but dude it's funny 
I had some like funny moments. One, I'm a parent that had a kid that watched it, right? Mm-hmm. And two, I can recognize like the star power behind it. Henry Derbez is in it. Michael Pena is in it. Eva Longoria is in it. Um, oh, that's she's the mom. Uh, man. They have shit. Dan- Danny Trejo makes a cameo. So oh. like, there's there's and um who was it? Fucking Benicio del Toro plays the fox. So I mean, there's Damn. enough. Yeah, there's enough money in this. La muchacha que que uh, el papel de Dora, man. She. I know she. I, I uh, she's like Peruvian. I think. Yeah, she is. She yeah, is. She yeah. is. I know that. I think she's. Been, yeah, she's. I've seen her some other stuff, but um. So why'd you bring that up, anyways? <laughs> well, I brought it up because I wanted to to mention that that. I think you two you put it out there regarding uh, I think the Emmy nominations, you know, and oh, yeah. uh, actresses and Latina actors mm-hmm. and actors that are not being recognized for the roles that. Ooh, actually, should. I wanted to talk about that. Let's finish with that. That'd be a good like. So go ahead. I haven't. I kind of. I kind of know where you're going. Well, honestly, it really is just a conversation. And the girl's her name is Isabella Moner. Moner. Mm-hmm. Moner. Uh, so she plays the role of Doris. But just check out the movie. Honestly, I think we should support it. Uh, I think it's free, like on Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, it's free, so it can cost. I mean, you it's shit. not free. You have to pay for Amazon. I mean, but... if you have Prime or Netflix, <laughs> it's, I mean, I've seen it like on Hulu. I think I saw yeah. it free too. So if you have I mean, one of those fucking services, go watch it. It just shows that there's an interest for that, yeah. you know. And Latino TV, and even why I'm touching on it is that we need to start that movement again. You know, the representation matters movement. We've always mentioned it, but I- I've seen it kind of dwindle a little bit. And with these Emmy nominations coming out, it kind of started coming up again. Yeah, but I also saw a post that mentioned, which is kind of, I want to see your opinion on this. There's a post that mentioned, for example, uh, from the Central Park Five. Remember that the, the Netflix um, Central Park Five, the main actor, the one that, play, the, you know, that the movie follows or the docu. Yeah. So what what kind of case? yeah? He's the Dominicano, right? I I think so. He is. He is. Yeah. Um. That uh, remember that one character? She she comes out. I know her from uh, Serenity. From from um, what was the what was the TV series name? Shoot, uh, Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. The pilot. She's also Latina. Okay. Um. Who else? Oh, the the that actress that she comes out in Thor. I forget her her character's name, but she's Panamanian. From her parents are Panamanian, so she's also Latina. You know. So point being is that there's a lot of Afro Latinos. Oh, is that how you say Afro Latino? Yeah, Afro from uh, Afro Latino. It's like you know, like that we don't acknowledge ourselves as you know, like we kind of overlook. And at least from my point of view I don't do it on purpose because I just didn't know they were Latinos you know not because I'm not used to lat, you know lat, lat, you know Afro Latinos because in El Salvador there's you know uh, I grew up with a lot of people that were from Afro Latino des- descendant descendants um, now that I look back at it um, but I, I don't know do, do they it's like I don't know if it feels like um, like they don't say they don't mention it or, or, or do they even have to mention it, you know, that they're Latinos? I don't know. I mean, I think that the way Hollywood works or has been working in the past, mm-hmm. it's very... I'm, I'm not in the industry. I'm just guessing and it's just a fan looking into this and what you read yeah. online. Same here. Yeah. It, it comes down to 
people say it's very political. It's who you know. It's it's what roles they need you to play or want to play or who they want to work with. Uh-huh. And it's the star power that kind of nowadays, you know, the inclusion clause, you know, what, what they said, yeah. Michael B. Jordan was saying, you know. Um, but there are plenty of situations where Latino char- Latino actors are playing other roles other than Latino. And mm-hmm. that's odd. And then me because we see them play those roles over and over again, they assimilate into exactly. that role. And it's to sad. Me, yeah. And it's not purposefully as far as them. Maybe it is. A lot, a lot of them change their names to sure, fit but, but a it's certain, like, okay. you know? But I think that, okay, if I'm a hungry actor and I'm starving on the streets, man, they give me a shot. Hey, man, you got to pretend to be black. You got to make a decision. It's like, fuck, man. Okay, I mean, like, not, not, not blackface black. We're talking no, about but we're talking an Afro-Latino your character. And I thought, okay, but okay. Then you got, me and you don't have the the right to sit here and split mm-hmm. hairs when it comes to that. I don't especially, okay, because I'm light-skinned and I, I don't have the right to sit there and go, well, I can code switch between Latino uh-huh. and black. I, I don't have that that, yeah. that background. I don't. Okay, so it's just me no, I'm here looking looking into that. I don't know the circumstances as to why they took on those roles. I mean, they could just fucking want to be in the movies, you know, whatever it takes to get in the movies. Does that make make them bad? Does that make what they did? No, no, because no. And to put it this way, when a, when a, when a white passing Latino changes their name from Hernandez to I don't know a, a white sounding last name, obviously they're trying to get roles. That they, you know, white, and then the cast, the, the the whoever does the casting, be like, oh, it's a white person, it's a white, they look white, and they have a white last name, they're white, you know, um, because they'll look at the last name even before looking at them, right? So if they see like a Latino last name, they'll probably just straight up pass on for that because they're looking for 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 a white actor, which there tends to be more roles for that person, right? Because um, Hollywood is white, you know, that was the whole yeah, thing. so. But when uh, Afro-Latino, which, again, I'm just trying to um, – at the same time, we haven't embraced them either from a Latino perspective, like the mestizo, whatever yeah. you know you want to call us. It's not like we're out there like, oh, yeah, Afro-Latinos are Latinos too. No, we, there's been a very negative you know, colorism within our own community 100%. where – yeah, so then it's like I don't blame them for them not coming out and say, oh, I'm Latino. You know, like why should I what – why should they have to specify that they are Latino? It's like, not like we're out there embracing you know, like, them either. Think about you know? it this way: I grew up watching Say by the Bell and and uh, fucking Fresh Prince. You know, you look at it, Mario Lopez mm-hmm. is AC Slater. Like, what are you? Are you you know like in the character uh-huh. you're playing, you look Latino, but your name is Slater. And then down the line, they do mention that he has some Latino connection, but it was so like dug deep in the. Saved by the Bell lore to find out, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Latino guy, Mario Lopez, right? And then you even forward to that, you look at TV shows that I, because that's all I watched was English TV, really, you mm-hmm. know? And so you never saw any Latinos, and if you did, they were the cartoon version of Latino, like the Spirit Gonzalez Latino, you know, like mm-hmm. the very over-the-top, don't know any English, you know, mispronounces every word, thick accent, you know, Cheech Marin, born in East LA kind of thing, you know, like, and I use that yeah. as an example because that's what comes to mind, but it sucks. Like Latinos ourselves, like we don't, we've been raised on America. Yeah. You know? And so for us, Rambo, and a very ego, a very Eurocentric <laughs> perspective of what, you know, and what we should feel proud of and, and aspire to look like. What right? I was getting like, to with, with mm-hmm. Fresh Prince, 
Carlton is Alfonso Rivero. Like that's his name, yeah. but he's he's playing a black character. So you ask yourself, it's like, I didn't know that till way later, and I go, oh shit, like does that mean he's Latino? Like, and I almost did a double take because he played that part well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because that's what Hollywood needed him to be at the time because he looked it. And then I think maybe it sucks because Latino creators or Latino, even when you go back to like, let's go back to one of the holy grails of Latino cinema. Let's look at My Familia, right? Or let's look mm-hmm. at La Bamba. Like, what Afro Latino is running around in there? It's not. Man. It's yeah. Isai Morales is tan but not so much you look at Lou Diamond Phillips Filipino playing a, a, a Mexicano a Chicano okay mm-hmm. and then you look at the cast itself even the uh, there's like one black kid that plays the saxophone or the piano I think in the band that Richie's tries to get started with there's no Afro Latino characters and if they do they're, they're the very background character they're the mariachi when they go to Mexico you know they're like very background so there's no yeah. no space for them and so um, bringing it back full circle to Dora and all this in the, in this scenario you're looking at a, at a a young girl that is darker complexion she is Dora she she embodies this character and we look at characters like you know like a couple years ago Roma right that was the concern oh, with that yeah. okay and how they have a space and we're slowly showing these Afro Latinos the love they need to because the reality is we haven't been doing exists. it. We haven't been. Yeah, we haven't been doing it. So, so it's kind of part of decolonizing our own minds, uh, educating yourself. Like you said, oh shit, they're Latino. I didn't know that. You know, because for for I do see a lot of um, white passing Latinos um, now that it's cool, kind of saying, oh yeah, I'm oh, I'm Latino, and and like um, like clickbait wise, they'll say, oh these actors are Latinos. There was a and joke. they're like very. Back in the yeah. day, there was a joke back in the day, well, not a skit, and it was mm-hmm. a show, if you guys look it up, you know who Culture Clash is. Culture Clash is a Chicano, like, skit, like, group. Oh, These Latinos have been performing for years together. Well, cult- mm-hmm. Look it up, Culture Clash. Uh, and these three, they would make a skit show on Fox, I remember, and it would just be a, these three cholos in front of a wall, and it would go, this is Latino outings. And it would be like, calling oh. on the phone and going, Tom Cruise you're Latino. And like, they would like blast people out and put them as they're Latino. Some were, some weren't, mm-hmm. you know? And then from there, uh, but they were, but they were, but they were white passing yeah. being outed as Latinos. Right. Yeah. Which like, so then that's what I'm saying. You get a lot of that, but we don't never like, yeah, it's like you have to research and find out that, Oh, this, this person is Latino, you know? And then we ourselves are making the mistake of not, like acknowledging that there is some representation in Hollywood for Latinos. It's just not the type of Latino that, you know, we're kind of categorized under, you know. So we also yeah. it's also something we have to kind of reflect on and yeah. and kind of we'll, educate yourself. You know, this is something we can cover down the line, maybe something we work on together that we yeah. you know, we can talk about and really make it a focus. Maybe a, I don't know. Reach out to reach out to people that that do know and 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 have gone through these experiences and can attest to it's like, okay, yeah, you know, like No, that's something that. we need yeah. to do and I think we need to look within our community, you know. There's plenty of Salvadoreños that have their Afro Latino dark skinned that have felt that that sting from their own people, you know. Yeah. So we can definitely reach out within our community and, and see what we can do on our end. And uh, I want to make sure that we just keep an open eye for that, 
you know, support Latino films, support Latino content. We always yeah. talk about representation matters. It fucking matters. Uh, and, you know, we've been featuring people here on the show recently. You know, we've always tended to just, it happened with the people we know, go on the comic book and creative side of things, you know. And mm-hmm. we have a, you know, recently had a musical guest and we're going to have an author here soon coming forward and some more artists coming down the line that are creating their own content, Latino creators. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I wanted to take a moment because we got a shout out from fellow podcasters. You know, we made some oh, friends yeah. online cool. uh, regarding, you know, podcasting, creative representation, uh, especially when it comes to comic books. We, we, we ran it. We, we've been like hovering in the same atmosphere, if you would. As far as uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't know. Yeah, and so I'm talking about uh, comadres and comics. Uh, you know, I touched base with with Sarah from the show. There, uh, I'm a fan. I listened to it. They actually gave us a shout out on one of their episodes. I uh, appreciate that very very much. And you know, we want to do the same for them. Uh, give them a shout out. You know, comadres and comics, comadres e comics. Uh, they're on YouTube. They have a channel with their live streams and showing their their podcast visually more ahead than we are. Trust me. Uh, and uh, they have tons of interviews with creators uh, from different uh, comic books because they love pop culture, geek culture, um, representation, Latinidad, Latinx. They're all about it as well. So we definitely want uh, primos to listen to this show to go seek them out and just check out Comadres e Comics. Yeah, the whole it's a whole different perspective, you know. Like um, you know, we want to be open up, but it's a uh, you know, you are what you live to a certain extent, and you kind of that's the point of view that. That you look through, and it's hard. I mean, it's very empathetic to acknowledge others and their point of view, but it's hard to really kind of do it, to give it justice to their perspective, right? When you're just trying to um, do it from your own vantage point. But well, uh, the thing is, too many times, and this is the reality of it, guys. Uh, primos out there, <clears throat> pardon me. The reality is that, like we talked about with Lalo, I, it sticks in my brain. That with Black Lives Matters, you know, people think that, oh, if they get human rights, we're not going to get them. You know, like there's something we're losing by them getting Let's acknowledged. See, other way around. See, other way around. Yeah. Same thing with creative, right? The reason why the creative culture and Latinos needs to be cultivated is within ourselves. We need to push each other up. We need to highlight the people that we want to see more of. That's why we highlight all the artists we have on this show. Crisia from Sin Color. We're going to have, uh, a, a few, trust me, people coming down the line that we want to talk to. So and I by like, no means is it watered down. It's just people with talent, and that's it. Yeah, but know? we want to represent Latinos, right? And so yeah. we want to just, uh, again, remember, guys, if support the Latino business owner, creative, artist, singer, YouTuber, you know, and someone, pay full price and don't be people. fucking haggling for your fucking tacos, you know, and then you turn around and go get chorro at, at a chipotle, <laughs> but exactly. you're mad because the tacos are a dollar more expensive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, I want to make sure that you guys remember that we've always started, this, this show started about representation yeah. to not assimilate. We want to respect everybody's, uh, you know, backgrounds, where they've come from, their stories. And we expect the same from our community. And and learn where we're fucking up ourselves, you know? Cause Get that's better. Something we have Get to, better, guys. You know? Support each other. You know, we want to make sure you support all the artists we have on the show. And I want to thank everybody that has come on the show. I really mean that heartfelt okay. because you've taken the time with us, with our shoestring operation here, making it work. And I really appreciate the, the people that shared their time with us. 
Uh, we hope to continue to bring you guys good content. But go check them out and go check out uh, Comadres y Comics as well. And primos, you know, I want to just end the night with wanting you all to take care of each other, check in with each other. Uh, we appreciate all the fans and new listeners coming up and new uh, new content we have coming on the way as well. So, primo, take us out. Uh, just wear your fucking mask and, and it's just a decent thing to do as a human being, man. Like, I don't know. Like, my dad was telling me about El Salvador. And it's like, yeah, like, that's they're violating your rights out there. You know, in other countries, like, we're pretty fortunate as much as we talk shit about this country, it's it's a it's a dope experiment. It's you know you you don't find this type of shit, this type of an experiment going on. Um, it's been going on for some time, and you know, let's hope it, it's it's kind of failing really. So let's try to improve it. Let's be better, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we can do better. We can do better, man. Just take care of yourself. Man. I don't know. We'll, we'll try and be funnier next time. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. We'll try and be. <laughs>